Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. So I am so excited and I am with Eric Shuford. He is the National Director of VoiceOver Programming for the SAG After Foundation. He is the bomb.com. <laughs> Thebomb.com. I love that. Hello, hello. How are you, Kay? Yay! Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. It's good to run into you the other day. Yeah. So I'm happy that um, that that happened. And thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, definitely. Ah. Uh, life is amazing. I literally was manifesting seeing Eric. I'm like, I want to reach out to Eric. What is he doing? And I'm on this whole VO journey. And he was definitely a huge impact in uh, the second round of getting going in voiceovers. And I'm like, you know, I went to the root. I'm like, what is he doing? What's he up to? And and then all of a sudden, we saw each other. And it was just like, boom, I have a podcast. What are you doing? Let's meet up. And here we are. <laughs> just like that. It was really uh, pretty fast and interesting. And yeah, this is how the uh, the universe does things sometimes. So yeah, yeah it's awesome. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me, um, how long have you been at the... Don LaFontaine Voiceover Lab here yeah. at the SAG Foundation. Yeah, so I've been here for a little over seven and a half years. Um, I started, yeah, I know, back in uh, 2012, I think, um, and we're moving into December right now, so it's a little beyond that. But um, when I first came in, I was hired as the administrator of the Voiceover Lab, and that sort of morphed into me now becoming the national director of um, voiceover lab programming for the SAG After Foundation. We have a facility here in Los Angeles known as the Don LaFontaine Voiceover Lab and one in New York known as the EIF Voiceover Lab of the SAG After Foundation. So we have two places where we hold great VO classes. We have great exceptional state-of-the-art voiceover recording studios. We get top instructors great staff of engineers and booth directors that work here to help the actors out. And uh, it's a really solid and far-reaching program. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a SAG member to participate in all these programs. For the most part, but here's the thing. At the Don LaFontaine VoiceOver Lab, there's a slight distinction. You can be a non-union performer and gain VO Lab eligibility and access. Uh, that part of it is free, but when it comes to booking sessions, um, the non-union actors have to pay a small fee for usage. And if you get into a class, there's a fee for getting into a class if you're a non-union uh, member. But, that's great. Yeah. That's great they yeah. have that um, accessibility because before yeah. you, that was impossible. So mm -hmm. they take those fees and they put it back into exactly. the lab here. Exactly, 100%, right? And also just going to show non-union folks, this is some of the, these are some of the additional benefits that you get from union membership. Union members, of course, get a chance to access all of our programming for free. Our studio access is free for uh, union members, but for the non-union folks, because in VO in particular, there's like a push and pull thing happening now with a lot of non-union folks and mm -hmm. union folks with the types of work that's available. So we want to try and unionize and get people, you know, activated and excited about what it means to be a union member. And this is one of the fringe benefits of that membership. Yeah, and mm -hmm. the quality of community getting together and mm -hmm. being connected, and then that can all the information. Uh, so do people call and talk to you on the phone or should they just go to the website? Yeah, I think the website, you can always call for sure. Uh, the website is a tremendous uh, 
resource of information, though, you just go to sagaftra.foundation, because we are distinct from the union, but we support union membership, but the foundation is a nonprofit organization, and we operate solely based upon grants and donations, and we're here to help actors perfect their craft. So sagaftra.foundation, you can look me up. I'm under the performance programs for VO Labs, and my contact information is there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for being so open. That's so awesome. Absolutely. We love it. Yeah, yeah. So um, why is the voiceover lab called Don LaFontaine? Uh, and he's so legendary in the VO world. And th there's like, there's got, let's just start there. Yeah, so Don LaFontaine, uh, for those who are not in the know, he's a one of the most successful VO performers, actually overall actors, uh, in SAG after history. Um, his billings were amazing. He was constantly busy, constantly in demand. He coined a phrase that still exists to this day um, for movie trailers in particular, in a world. That was a Don LaFontaine line. He's the one that came up with that. And, uh, in a world. That's it. Right. <laughs> in a world where a podcast is recorded <laughs> and sang after Yeah, you get that. Yeah. So Don cool. was the guy that did that, yeah, right? He yeah. brought that to life. So, But Don was super successful as a VO actor, and when he unfortunately passed back in 2008, uh, some of his good friends, Paul Pape, Joe Cipriano, uh, George Whittem, and other folks that he had helped along the way and worked with in the community uh, decided that since Don was such a giving person, he was legendary for giving back to those actors that wanted to do what he did. He felt there was enough room and space for everyone. So he mentored a lot of people. And through his generosity and giving back to the community, his friends thought, wouldn't it be great to honor his legacy and continue that sense of giving back to the community and paying it forward um, by creating a facility and a space that would help actors that were aspiring and up and coming and even established in the world of VO. So they teamed up with the uh, SAG After Foundation to create the VO Lab program. And that has blossomed f over the past closing in on 10 years, so it's been a pretty successful program. We celebrate our 10th anniversary next June, so June 2020. Uh, so there will be festivities to honor that. Oh, wait, uh, uh, the poker tournament? Uh, that's different. That's a fundraising effort. Ah! We're going to bring that back, but we have some other fundraising opportunities <laughs> coming up. But uh, specifically for the anniversary, uh, the 10-year anniversary of the Don LaFontaine VoiceOver Lab, we plan on having uh, some nice celebratory things happening to honor that. Cool. Yeah. So so not only paying it forward, but playing it forward, too. Hey, look at you. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. combination of cool, the two. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear about those juicy treats coming up. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Get ready. Get yeah. ready. Yeah. It's so amazing when, um, you know, minds come together, the possibilities of what could happen. I agree. That's so cool. Um, yeah. I had the honor of meeting his wife. Ah, yeah, Nita. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And uh, she wrote a book, and yeah. I read the book years ago, yeah. so I was able to get some insight of, what, who is this guy, and what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. and I love poker, so I definitely partake in the... Did you play? I, yeah, I was in the poker tournament. Dang. I did pretty good. You did really? Yeah, I did, I did really good. I got, wow. I, I, I got to, down to some... Like the two final tables. Are you serious? I was in there. It was okay. It was like maybe three, three okay, final so tables. There yeah. were a lot of people it, that were mm -hmm. they were playing poker at that tournament, though. You mm -hmm. got down to oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you can play the game though. It was I'm, amazing. I'm not a poker guy. Yeah. I'm, you know, I can't. I don't really know the game very well, but. You know, I'm trying to push them in a different direction. No, the Poker Classic for sure, but I want them to have another type of fundraiser where maybe more people can participate <laughs> that aren't poker players, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Miniature golf or something. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
Yes, time will tell. Yeah. But that's awesome. You're a good poker player. I, I, I just love poker. Wow. I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. You ever play in Vegas and think, places mm-hmm. like that? You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Just I did like two home games, and then I went to I went to. Um, well, what happened was I was in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, doing a movie with mm-hmm. Jessica Simpson, and all the oh. movies were the tax incentives. It was, um, you know, the tax breaks. So all the movies yeah. were being shot there. Yeah. And like 2007, and um, like there there was poker, and yeah. uh, you know. Um, the producers and people I was with, they um, they were big poker players. So mm-hmm. I literally had two home games, and then they threw me in there with, like, the real cowboys. Wow. The real cowboys. And l- listening to all that talk, it was so oh, yeah. funny in Shreveport, Louisiana. But it was so cool because I guess, like, um, guys can read guys, but go- uh-huh. they can't read girls. And, uh-huh. like, I have a poker face, and, yes. like, like they, they can't read me, and I have mm-hmm. a lot of patience, and I guess guys have less patience. Yeah. So, like, I would be in... I would be doing like all these different moves, but I won every time because I I won every single time. And yeah. the cool thing is, like I was always a winner. I never lost, and it, it was it was fun. Because you are a winner. Yeah, I'm a winner. There it is. That's yeah. awesome. And I, ne- I never put out my my own money, so I, I won. It was just playing, and I never put out my own Love money. It. Yeah, it was sponsored and hosted a part of you know what was going on in life at the time. So do you still play? I mean, is it, one, is it one of those things where you play and you kind of maintain I, your chops in the game? Oh my god! Like I went on this um, one website and I was I was doing some. Uh, one time I was obsessing all night. I did like seven poker tournaments all night, and I won a couple. Like Good. literally, I, I just think it's so fun. Like yeah. scientist, mathematician, playing mm-hmm. poker. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Right. There's some there's some fun stories there. Oh, here we go. There it is. All right. Fun stories. Do you Off play poker? Stories. I do not play. It's like one of those things where, you know, before we had the tournament, they gave us like a crash course uh, in how to play the game, so we'd have some familiarity. Because the tournament happened for about three years in a row, and they've kind of backed off a little bit, but they're gonna again um, reanimate that if you will so uh, another version of the poker tournament will return and that'll become like an annual thing for the VO lab again um, but I haven't played I mean it's just it's one of those things where um, I don't I don't practice it so it's not something I'm super familiar with mm-hmm. but you know a lot of people do so maybe I'll be re-inspired maybe I'll join back in the fray a bit so what are you into? Like, what do you do? Yeah, so, you know, when I'm off mic, if you will. Um, <laughs> Literally. You know, yeah. Uh, I make music a little bit, so I've had a little success with the music industry and uh, as a songwriter and as an artist. Um, but um, for recreational things, I'm a hiker, I'm a cyclist, uh, I like to camp. Um, I'm an outdoors guy, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, native you know, Los Angelino, so I've been here my entire life. Um, and, you know, as a L.A. native... It's always about being outdoors and kind of enjoying the, the beauty of our, our city landscape and, and the surrounding areas. So for me, that's always been my thing. Um, I was a BMX racer for a long time. I was a track and field athlete, a football player for a bit. I've done a lot of different things. And um, you're a vegan. You're, you're, you practice, you know, your healthy lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. I mm-hmm. think it's really imperative. I mean, it's always been a way of life for me. So um, I just try and maintain that. I've been vegan for about seven and a half years now. Uh, prior to that, I was a vegetarian, sometimes a pescatarian, but then I made the jump into veganism and having a plant-based lifestyle, and that's worked really well for me. Um, yeah, being conscious yeah, um, sure. on, of our planet, you know, that's that says real. a lot about your character. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's the truth, though. I mean, I'm I really so humble that. about it, yeah. too. Well, environmental issues are very important. I believe in animal welfare, and I believe in, in the welfare of human beings as well, and uh I think a lot of that starts with the kind of food you put on your plate and how you carry yourself in the real world. So mm-hmm. um, I'm an advocate for the lifestyle. I'm an advocate for environmental issues, and I'm an advocate just for equality for all beings and creatures that uh, you know, occupy this planet. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then, um, so Eric is going to get the door right now. I've been here. And um, about 10 people just surprise and knock and show up at his office door. <laughs> it's so funny. He's It's very busy. You just never know what you're going to get every single day here at the office. <laughs> and he's back. So that'll make a nice edit. Yeah. Right no, no, we're going to keep that in because really? it's real. I, I like it to okay. be authentic. Right. Yeah, that oh, was authentic. So what happens here, we have a solo booth and we have a main booth here in the VO lab. So actors can come in and record auditions. They can come and practice VO. They can record audio for their demos. So uh, that was a person coming for a main booth session with our engineer. And we have someone else that's going to be knocking shortly, I'm sure, because the uh, they have a solo booth session coming up. So Amazing. So, yeah. And then can people set up, like, one-on-one -on -one appointments, too? Because I remember mm -hmm. I came in here, and, like, I, when I was, like, you know, I do music, too. Oh, wait, yeah. with, with your music, can we yeah. find you on Spotify or anything um, like that? Uh, All Spotify streaming services? Shows up. Yeah, you can go well, on YouTube for sure. I know that, uh, you know, Apple Music, I'm there as well. So back in the day, I went by the name Devon A, so it's D-E-V-O-N-E. Um, I had a pretty good run of dance records, so house music, that was my genre. So, I'm from Detroit, so yeah. I grew up, uh, I'm like Bad Boy Bill, you know Bad Boy Bill? Bad Boy Bill's my guy. I'm friends yeah, with Bad yeah. Boy Bill. Are you serious? Come Yo, on. he's my really? homie. Really? He is my homie. Okay, so we talked to Chicago, Bill, ask him, ask him about Devin A. Dude, ask we're gonna, we're gonna text him right now. Oh, wow. No, 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 we're literally, we're gonna like take a photo and, and send it to him yeah. when, right when we... Get yeah, off the no, mic. Bill was part of our crew. Oh, maybe we'll yeah. put like one of his songs in in the episode or That's something lovely. like that. I'll I'll, I'll ask. I'll call him and ask him. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yo, no, we bad go way back. boy, Bill. See, the world is small, right? It's yeah. Kind of a small world. Yeah. Bill Detroit. and I. Detroit. <laughs> I'm from Detroit. Tough. Yeah. That's like wild. he used to come there all the time and spin underground parties. Yes. Before um, EDM and electronic music was like yeah. westernized, like exactly. before it was popular here. Yeah. See, well, we were kind of coming <laughs> up during that time. I think it was just starting to kind of break into into radio, and now you know dance music. Music is everywhere, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. I love that. So yeah. I'll get the links from you if that's cool, and I'll mm -hmm. put them at the bottom so people For can sure. click and listen. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to vibe out. Word up. Yeah, definitely. Straight up four on the floor, 128 BPM. Deep house music for your dope. soul. And I'm yeah. DJing now. Are you really? Yeah, so you can give that's me your dope. music, and I'll put it in my DJ playlist. Okay. I'll do that. a remix or something. Okay. Okay, maybe in like six months. I've, I've, you know, I have to, I have to put my playlist out. Yeah. But no, I'll put it in my playlist. I'll put it. I'm releasing a January playlist. Maybe if it's so. not, yeah, or February, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to release Classic. a playlist in January. Energy, na na na. Yeah. Um. So where did you grow up? Uh, I'm a native Los Angelino, so I was. Oh, born you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. So no, it's good. Um, the, yeah, the, the the EDM or the the dance music took me. I get it. It kind of has somewhere a vibe. else. It, lets you, it makes you float. I get it. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um. No, LA, LA is home. It's always been home. It will probably always be home. I love other parts of the the country and the world, but I think uh, LA is uh, is where my heart is. It'll always be my thing, my place. Can you imagine if we did a song together? That could be cool. That could be really neat. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Well, it's on. We just said it here first. So yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, so, oh, like, what's a fe um, who's a favorite artist? Someone that's inspired you uh, along your journey so far? Interesting. There's so many. Um, so I know that when you go back to the day when I uh, or the moments when I was first really interested in music in particular. Um, the Jackson Five were, were huge, mm -hmm, you know, in, mm -hmm. in my world, and I was a big fan of, of MJ. And uh, I know that, you know, there's all kind of things surrounding MJ, but as an inspiration early on in my life, that guy was definitely like a, a trendsetter for me. Um, along the way, 
Um, I've been a fan of Boy George and Culture Club. They were great. Um, you know, Stevie Wonder, big fan of Fleetwood Mac. I mean, um, you know, from the modern era, um, I love David Guetta, Black Eyed Peas. Um, you know, Bruno Mars is big in my world. Adele as well. I dig her vibe, her stuff. Um, so there's a lot of different acts that I think I just kind of run the gamut. Empire of the Sun, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many really great artists that I think capture my love and appreciation of dance music with some R&B vibe and, and definitely some, uh, some up-tempo kind of ethereal rhythmic stuff that happens. That's all part of my whole musical MO, I think, you know. Dope, dope, dope. Word up. Dope. So it's so funny because um, I was screaming before we just before we started recording, mm -hmm. and um, I'm looking at the the advisory board and yes. I see Randy Thomas. Randy, the legend. Oh my God, yeah. Randy Thomas. She is awesome. She's on our advisory board. Randy yeah. is, a, is a great supporter and advocate and friend of the VO Lab, a friend of Don's as well. So. Randy has done some great things with us. She's she's brilliant. So yeah. Randy uh, Thomas, she pioneered, um, you know, for the women in VO, yeah. and she's the first um, news anchor on ABC mm -hmm. uh, nighttime news. She's the first woman. She's done the Oscar um, the Oscars ten times in a row, she, or ten times total, and she's done the Tonys twenty one years in a row. And this year, or you know, this past Tonys, yeah. Hadestown one, she invited me to the Tonys, and I was there, and I listened to her do her whole thing, and it was twenty one years celebrating at the Tonys. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, she's amazing, and she just did like every year the uh, SAG After Foundation puts on a uh, a gala event. It's a huge fundraising opportunity, but we also honor you know great artists within the community um, there are several artists that we honored this past year but Randy was the the uh, live announce for yeah. that presentation as well so she uh, definitely gives back and she's a uh, she's an incredible person Love yeah her. yeah rock star yeah in a big way yeah for sure yeah really cool shout out to Randy Thomas yeah, we right. love you we do we do yeah <clears throat> no doubt yeah, so with all the things you mentioned here, you mm -hmm. know, the, um, you know, voiceover lab and mm -hmm. what you do, um, yeah. how's the experience when people come here? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, I always have a, have a belief that um, I have a total responsibility to honor the, the spirit of what's been established. Um, the lab had been open for two years before I took over uh, the administrative role and then kind of tried to grow it. Yeah, the lab from there. So I've always approached things with a pretty open mind and open spirit perspective. I want people that come here to feel that we are really about helping the artist's journey and basically being a part of that creative process, right? Mm -hmm. So in a healthy way. In a really healthy way, yeah. right? We really, I, I firmly believe in giving back. I worked in corporate broadcasting for a long time, and I was looking for a nonprofit opportunity. And this just sort of materialized, again, the universe and how things sort of operate. You put it out there, and I never knew that something like this existed, but luckily it did for me, and um, it was a super competitive, you know, process to get the job, but I was lucky enough to, to land it. And as a result of that, I feel a complete obligation to live up to the expectations of the mission and to ensure that we take care of the actors that are involved with our program, we uh, try and bring in the best instructors that are out there in the world of VO and acting in general. We do a good job of that. Uh, do a lot of outreach, a lot of coordination, and 
we want the actors to feel that this is a safe space where they can come and experiment. And musicians too? Uh, well, we have musicians that are in our program, of course, because, you know, voiceover is super musical. So we have those people that uh, <laughs> are good musicians that definitely participate in the VO space. But uh, we don't really allow, like, you know, recording of songs or anything here in the VO lab. Um, but uh, there's a lot of musicians, nonetheless, that are involved. Does your website look like it was made for free by your friend? Make a better first impression with actorgear.com. Load faster, look better. There's literally no reason to build a website any other way. Use your own domain and get a website with no ads to keep the focus on you. Go to actorgear.com and get 50% off your first month when you use the sign-up code KSTAR. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. you and all you do and being here. Thank you. Oh, oh, the, uh, I had a question. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so the the time of now and yeah. the time of um, you know before when you were doing broadcasting and stuff. Yeah. How has the technical equipment changed? Oh, okay. What's your perspective on that? Yeah. What what what's what's is there any. Is it better? Is like, um, do you miss out on anything, or how how how's that going? Um, when I first started, you know, software was just sort of beginning to take root. So software was challenging hardware. There were soft synth, soft uh, software for audio recording was just sort of taking root. And those are the early days of the whole process. I learned though in the world of radio to work in digital environments as well as analog environments. So we were like that first sort of generation that was crossing over and meshing the two. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that I benefited a lot from learning the recording process using a lot of the analog gear. And as a result of that, crossing over to digital just made me so appreciate you know, the world of digital so much more because analog just took a lot of time. My workflows were increased, you know, immensely by going digital. And it just made the possibility of doing more with the equipment we had available to us mm -hmm, feasible. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the costs, those just um, were significantly less. So yeah. more people had access. Mm -hmm. um, and I love the fact that we are at this place to where you have home studio environments. But... If you want to go to a place that's a non-home studio, that exists and that can can kind of inform and help you out in other ways. But I do like the idea that you can have your own home set up and you can record and produce from your bedroom and make things that you know can excite and ignite the world. Yeah, yeah, and then travel with the, your setup too. That's pretty dope, right? I mean, you have a microphone and a computer or a microphone and a cell phone and you can make some really top-notch recordings that way. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just wondering, like, um, off the top of your head, what's some um, words of wisdom you can give um, newbies in VO or even people who've been in the game for a while, like, you know, some, some tips? Um, <clears throat> it's a challenging space, so come into it knowing. If you're new to the game, know that it is competitive. You have to ensure that you understand that things may not happen overnight. <laughs> sometimes they Or sometimes happen. they do. Sometimes they do, right? Some, sometimes they do. Yeah, and if they do happen quickly, that's fantastic. But I've heard that story a million times where <laughs> I got uh, this national campaign right off the top and then I haven't booked anything for two months, you know, or for or two, two years. years two years, right? <laughs> Yeah, that happens, right? Jinx, Eric. Yes, knock on wood, though. 
So the idea is that you just know it's competitive and you have to just kind of, you have to stay the course. If it's really something you're passionate about, don't give up on that ambition and just continue to train. You always have to kind of work on your instrument, perfecting your skill. Mm -hmm. um, build as large a network and community around you as you can. I think it's really important to have people that are supportive of what you're trying to achieve. And in voiceover, this is the community where you can build that. I think people are super accessible and very helpful. So please try and, and infiltrate and place yourself in the midst of all that so that you can absorb those good vibes and be part of that community. Yeah. Um, it's important. And then, a part, thank you. I love mm -hmm. that. And then a part of my experience from what I felt and just seen, mm -hmm. you know, just being a human being, you know, mm -hmm. we're all insecure. We're so insecure. And, and you know, being an artist, like there's so much insecurity because, you know, no one's praising us and it's not like good job. It's like, do, it's your job. It's like, mm -hmm. you're not going to get like the praise. A lot, a lot of times we're isolated, like, yeah. you know, in offices by ourselves or home mm -hmm. studios by ourselves. So it's like, you know, and you said go out there and network and meeting people and mm -hmm. then you know like actors they're like victims a lot of times you know or you know human beings they just want to be liked or like you're meeting someone do they like me you know it's like yeah. so what do you what do you have to say about that <laughs> with like going out meeting people and like like actors just wanting to be like you know sucking you know sucking like up to people and there's like needing all that like yeah. attention and validation so focus on what um from a VO standpoint, that's not as prevalent. I think on camera, that mm -hmm. probably is a little mm -hmm. greater okay. desire. But when it comes to voiceover, I've never been a fan of trying to, <laughs> you know, suck up to people, if you will. Uh, I think it's just important to be authentic and genuine, right? That's always been my motto. Be who you are and let that personality shine through. I think you have to be as real as you can be and um, just respect the craft, respect those around you, and I think good things can happen. There's a lot of egos in any entertainment field, for sure. I've seen a lot of it. Um, even when I was touring, um, there was no ego. I just made a point of just being humble and being appreciative of the opportunities. And uh, I just wanted to give you know, honor to those people that had any kind of faith in me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't think I could do that by being a jerk. So it's always nice to, to just be a better person and, um, and just try and be as good a, you know, a, a, an individual as you can be, I think that's going to help people sort of understand who you are, where you're coming from, and also generate more likability and just be receptive and be open. Yeah, in the VO world, you're right. In the VO mm -hmm. world, everyone's like really grounded. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like, blah, you know, yeah. it's like, how big and wacky can you be? Like, how yeah. wacky are you? Like, I know I'm wacky. Like, totally wacky. That person's a wacky, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and it's, it's cool to be wacky and yeah. like all over the place. It's the best, I think it's a great oh, community. All over the I place. It. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There's the <laughs> name of it. Yeah. There it is, all over the place. It's, it's a good community. So, I think it's just, you know, be real and, um, and have fun. Damn, it's like we get. I always say this, like, we have such a limited amount of time on this on this planet and in this life. Well, this is the best life you possibly can live, right? Be good. Be good to yourself. Be good to those you care about. Be good to the people around you that you don't know, that you just meet. Why can't we just do that and enjoy the experience that we're given and the time that we're given? Just maximize the allotment that you have and and try and engage and enjoy yourself. Yeah, Shaman um, Harry Paul. Do you know Shaman Harry Paul? I do not. He says, um, I said this years ago, and he's like, we're here for one long moment. Yeah. You know, we're here for That's one long moment. Thing. Yeah. Real. Yeah, well, thanks for tuning in to She's All Over the Place, and uh, we have uh, Eric Schuford here, the National Director of the VO Programming of the SAG-AFTRA Foundation. That's it. 
Sag after dot foundation. Sag after dot foundation. Yay! Awesome. Cool. Well, many blessings and stay healthy. Always well. Be good. Yeah. Take care. Okay. Thanks. Ciao. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out. <laughs>